because one time I got into this rage because I get really into video games and it's a problem. And it took it. I took it too far the day I like broke this really big flat screen TV, like throwing the remote at the TV. I did not mean to hit the TV, but it accidentally happened. OK, whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me. Hold on. Let's let's <laughs> let's analyze this statement real fast. So you said. I, I broke the flat screen TV by throwing the remote at the TV. Well, I meant to throw but, it like above the TV but at I did the wall. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing this shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is show motherfucking number 246. You already know. If you didn't know, we in this bitch. Coming to you straight out of Orlando, out of the Milk District, as per usual, doing the damn thing. Making my co-host over here giggle before I've even introduced her with my ridiculous radio voice and nonsense as i start this off hope you guys are having a lovely day it's a beautiful thursday here in orlando it is cold as fuck it is apparently it's not as cold as the rest of the states dude it's fucking brick (laughs) i did not uh, okay so i have been doing this thing excuse me for like the past month and a half maybe two months where i've been xing out all news pretty much except for like all breaking news shit so i'm not seeing like any of the drama or social media bullshit, any of that. So I didn't know that the whole rest of the United States was going through this whole fucking like cold. Blizzard? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea until like an hour or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, to be quite honest, I said honestly twice. Okay, it doesn't matter. Now it's three. But (laughs) (laughs) if it wasn't for Instagram, I wouldn't know anything. Like I do not watch the news. I do not watch TV. Like Insta is just like my way into society. Mm, Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I'm right there with you because honestly, I I didn't I really didn't have any inkling until some people were talking about it on Insta also, and then for some reason I was like, you know what? Let me check the news. The let memes. Me, let me see what's going on here. Definitely see the memes of people getting like blown away. And Jesus. <laughs> see, I'm not even getting these memes. I'm not even getting these good memes. Yeah, I don't miss that at all. Well, apparently, I, apparently I'm not up on the meme train like I should be. So I used to have a folder of memes. They're just so funny. That's some nerdy ass shit right there. I know there. it is. Fuck. That's some nerdy ass shit. That lovely voice you hear across from me, first time in the trap house, we've got the esteemed singer herself. We got Bocce Blue in this year. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm that, happy to be here. That's good to hear. I'm glad you're happy to be here. I'm glad that you were happy to pet my cat and brush him beforehand. Oh, I love him. Because you are indeed a cat lady, as no, I for sure. found out. It's the Leo in me. Definitely. Is it? Yeah. Cause I'm a Scorpio and I like to uh, I like to liken myself to a feline as well. I'm very lazy. Okay. I'm very lazy and I. I yeah. just well, I'm more into like lions. Like I think lions are just so majestic. They're awesome animals. But ever since I got like a cat, I'm like absolutely in love with just all types of felines. They're just so awesome. See, when I had the locks, everybody you know obviously gave me like the lion kind of look they're mm-hmm. like oh you dreadlock roster like it's, a lion yeah, exactly but i've always 
I've always felt more, you know, in tune with the tiger. Oh, I love tigers. I am a big tiger person. Cats are just awesome. That's why I got the tiger on my side. Yeah, I got a lion on my finger, but it's like fucked up. Do you really? This is like the Fetty Wap of lions. Why you gotta Why you gotta air your man's out like that? I'm sorry. No disrespect. Damn. Damn. You should love your tattoo, no matter how shitty it is. No, no, no. Like I feel like my tattoos are definitely a part of my life's journey, but they are all shitty because <laughs> I got all of them in college. And it was like when I was just like broke and I was just like, you know, I'm going to get a tattoo, but I want like the cheapest price possible. So I get like this. I'd want this really detailed tattoo and I only want to pay like 70 bucks. So oh, like yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get you very far. Yeah, man. So. No, 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 no. Please, before I forget. Please shout out your social medias, where people can find content for you, all of that good stuff. All right. Well, on Instagram, I'm Bachi Blue. That's B-A-C-H-I-B-L-O-O. And I just reactivated my Twitter, and it's the same thing, Bachi Blue. I only got like 13 followers on there. Ha-ha. But to my defense, I do not tweet ever. So I was going to say, do you not, are you not down with the Twitter? No, I deleted it uh, maybe like three years ago now three and a half years ago because i felt like it was just like a very negative space where everyone's just like angry all the time and fighting that's very true so i just deleted that pretty accurate description of twitter you know but it was so hilarious at the same time that's the thing like i didn't really start using twitter until like this past year and then i just discovered like oh wow there's a bunch of funny shit on here so (laughs) funny (laughs) but then i've like Insta has like the same amount of funniness, so it's like I agree. I only got Twitter now for music purposes. But See, that was the thing I missed out on Snapchat, but I don't even think I missed out on anything with Snapchat at all. I deleted that too. I never had one in the first place. I loved it though. Yeah, that was great. Why did you love it though? Because it was like you can just film like your all day what you're doing, and I it's do like, that with Instagram. Yeah, now Instagram has that, but Instagram didn't always have that. Yeah, that's true. So. Honestly, when Instagram came out with it, that's when like Snap was just dead. Oh yeah, they shit on just the game. Gone. They shit on the game. No, for real. Cuz I had so many friends always telling me to get on Snap. And I was like, "Nah, bro, I don't I don't, I don't need to fuck with it. I don't need to fuck with it." And then nah. the day that that Insta update hit my phone and stories were available, I was like, "Oh, y'all are Dude, definitely not getting me on Snap now." Definitely a life changer. Mm-hmm never happened and i'm never going to have a snap and on snap like i would always post and like i'd expect people to watch my shit but i would never watch anyone else's oh (laughs) damn no but now on instagram like i actually watch people's shit i watch some people's shit yeah some people i watch some people it's uh it's honestly i pick and choose i don't look at the uh i don't look at like the story on your home screen or whatever i don't go through that shit i pick and choose between the people who watch my shit uh, oh, okay. So I, re- I reward. Uh, I re- uh, see, that's that's what it is. I've tried. Okay, this is a funny story since you mentioned that. Okay. Uh, so I did that once, and I like was viewing like random people's shit that li- that viewed mine, and like this girl literally DM me like I wasn't following her, and she DM me and she's like, um, why are you? You can't follow me, but you're viewing my shit. Oh! And I'm like, uh, she's like, why are you going out of your way to view my stuff if you don't follow me? And I was like, whoa, like you're gassed up that I viewed your shit. Like, it's not even that deep. Like, I don't know, man. Oh, shit. 
The internet's wild. People be taking that shit too seriously. Dude, personal. Like, I don't give a fuck who views my shit and who doesn't. I'm not going to go out of my way to message you. I really, really want to fucking get rid of all my shit. I really do. If I didn't have an internet product, mm. a.k.a. the podcast, yeah, and had yeah. to have an internet presence, like I would delete my shit and go back to a flip phone in a heartbeat. Oh, I agree. Hands down. I wish that the rest of the world could do that. There's like times where I just wish that like, we can just go back to the Native American times and just like live in the fucking forest and it, like it'd be so much better. It would simpler. be nice, but then we wouldn't have all of these nice things that we have. That is also. true. But <laughs> you know, I feel like with the good, there's always bad. Oh, as most well. definitely, most definitely. Uh, pros and cons to everything. For sure. But you know, it'd just be a much simpler time, and we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have all of these unnecessary stresses of every single tiny little thing in our ADD lifestyles Dude. now just weighing down upon us. Back then it was literally just like, all right, I got to hunt some fucking food. And I got to feed my peoples. And I've that's it. Probably got to take a shit at some point. And How did they do that and like wipe? What, take a shit? No, like wipe. Oh, what, just like wipe? What afterwards? texture leaves did they use for that? You know, that's a good question because I'm not really too versed on leaves. But I feel like... Did they just go to the river and just wash? Uh, that's probably what I would do, honestly. When they drank out of that same... And showered out of the same river. Do you think that they had the wherewithal to boil their water before they drank it, too? Because if if I was in that situation, I would shit in the river. And then I just... Bo- <laughs> I would I'd go, like, 100 feet upstream away from where I shat. And then I'd collect water and then boil it just to be sure. Yeah, I you know. mean. <laughs> but other than that, I, I don't think How they... How were they boiling? I mean, it's just crazy. I don't I, think that, they were boiling That's why water. I was a history major because I just think, like, history is so fucking interesting. And it's like, how they do these things or how they came, how did they come up with how we do things now? Like, how did we get to the way of life that we have now? To this point where we're literally sitting in a room. Yeah. With these crazy headphones on and just talking into microphones seriously about, about people shitting in a river and we've got these like wooden contraptions that like have wheels and just can get you from <laughs> point a to point b where you don't have to like walk it's just crazy i've got an object in here that rotates and blows yeah. cold air at us <laughs> that's fucking sick right where is the air coming from like that's it's, what I'm saying. it's just recycling the air that's already in here <laughs> We're not even high, people at home. Not Not whatsoever. Like (laughs) this is sober. People are very used to me being high on this show, and I can guarantee you, people at home, I am almost completely sober. Yeah, I am drinking a brew right now, but you know, I had a Malta, but that's not the same. I know that's not the same. Malta's so good, though. It is so good. Have you ever had cola champagne? I don't think so. Oh my god, that's another like really delicious Puerto Rican soda. It's like awesome. Okay, someone is gonna have to put me onto this because I apparently I got you. I'm asleep. Yeah. apparently sleep over here. Yeah, you are. All right, let me do my plugs real fast. Uh, you can follow the show, subscribe to the show, for free, as always, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, those lovely places. Oh, I'm sorry, I said Google Podcast. I meant to say Google Play. Google Play. Excuse me. Jeez. Pardon me, sir. Wow, semantics. Uh, you can follow us on social media, Steezy Trap House, at our Twitter, Instagram, at STH Show. Like our Facebook page, join the Facebook group. It's called STH Show, all that good shit. If you want to help and support the show, 
Find our Amazon link, any of our episodes on our website, you can find the Amazon link. If you click that shit and buy something through Amazon, they kick us some money back from your purchase. Doesn't cost you anything extra. It's a win-win situation. Go ahead and do that shit because why the fuck not? It why not? really only makes sense. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Airpack on that. And uh, you can you can uh, email us thesetraphouse at gmail dot com if you have any questions for the show. If you want to record a lovely little voice note on your phone and send it over, I can play that on the show. That's cool. And then I can make fun of you afterwards. Yeah. It will all have a laugh. You get to hear yourself on the show. Hola, my name is Carmen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Steezy's Trap House at gmail.com. Just go into your phone. Go into the little voice memo thing. Record a fucking voice memo and email that bitch over. They already know you want to hear yourself on this podcast. Come on now. Duh. Duh. And uh, stickers. If you want any free stickers, hit me up. DM me, email me, whatever. Send me your address and I will send you one. I repeat, one free sticker. That's this it. One. Just the on. Just the on. No mas. And I do, I guess I have to say, because this show will be out in the morning tomorrow, Friday. The day after that, hey. Saturday, the 2nd. You already know it's the Trap House three-year anniversary party. And I Ow. must I must say my esteemed colleague here with me in the trap house today will be present uh, performing yes, for you, you lovely people at home. Is lit. I can't wait. It is lit indeed. And I got to say, <clears throat> as my throat gives out on me for the second time already, <laughs> only 12 <laughs> minutes in. That's a good sign right there. Very good. Uh, I will say people at home, Bachi knows how to sing. This, this girl can sing. So oh, thank just you. just. Just come the fuck out and come the fuck out. Yes, to the nook, right? <laughs> That's what it's called. Yes, I passed by there for the first time yesterday. Did you? Yeah, it's tiny. It's a very cool little joint, though. Oh, did you go inside? And I did not. Oh, okay. Where I was actually going to Sports Town, but I saw the sign. I'm like, hey, I'm performing there on Saturday. Oh, I'll like, be there in like what? three days. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very chill. I think, honestly, I was a little worried at first that like no people were gonna show up, and that yeah, I know. And then as the last two to three weeks have come by, I realize I now have a different problem. I think too many, many people yeah. are going to show I was, up. I was about to say, like, dude, this was like a full house for the Jackie Chan New Year. Yeah. Um, and this is like a full on three year celebration. Yeah. Like performances. Like, it's going to be sick. Yeah. I'm pretty hyped. And there's going to be cake, too. Ah, I love cake. Yo, I'm so fucking hyped. Biscocho. So hyped. So, my friend. Yes. Where are you from originally? I am born and raised in New York City. You? Yes. I know a lot of people in Orlando say that they're from New York, but I am like literally born and raised in New York. Now, what do, you, what do you mean when you're calling these motherfuckers out who say they're from New York? Yo, these phonies, they'll be like, oh, oh yeah. Tell them. I know. They'll be like, I'm from, I'm from New York. And I'm like, oh, word? Like, how long you been in Florida? Or like, how, how old were you when you moved here? And they're like, oh, 10. And I'm like, and they're like 25. I'm like, bro. You're not from New York. Like, you're from Florida. Like, you did middle school, high school. I feel like if you didn't do high school in a city, you're not from that city. I agree. Because it's like high school is when you're really developing as a person. I and agree. Like, you know what I mean? That's so, when you really face your peers. And that's when you have to, like, yes, you get kicked out into the real world. That city builds your character. And, like, I feel definitely growing up in, like, New York and going to high school in New York City, it's like, 
that shit makes you a fucking tough ass person. So what borough are you repping? I'm from Yonkers, which isn't a borough, but Oh word, 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 I got you. I was born in the Bronx DMX. and I was like practically Yes, you know what I mean? I already block. X Gold give it to you. Oh, facts. I know, it. I know. He's from the projects out there too, so that's very pretty cool. But Yonkers is hood, isn't it? A little bit. I mean ish. it has its parts. Like I'm from the South Side. The South Side's definitely like hood. Word. It's like borderline the Bronx. Um but then there's like the north side and then you start getting into like because it's a part of Westchester and Westchester gotcha. is like it's definitely on the more sophisticated side. Gotcha. But just like every other area, they yeah. they got their their highs and their lows. Exactly. I feel that. I'm a country boy, so I, I don't know anything about New York other than the times I've been there. So are you like born and raised in Florida? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm Florida oh, boy. Floridian Flo- ass. Florida boy born and wow. raised. Wow. You listen to like Kodak? You already know. Oh, my God. You already know. <laughs> I seen this meme one time and it was like the Florida, uh, the Florida fucking starter pack. And the, it was like it had like so- slides with socks oh, and no, shit. Oh no, that's me. But then like the <laughs> bottom picture was Publix, and oh, I was like oh, yeah. dying because I've never seen a Publix other yo. than Florida. Slides and socks, gold fronts, Publix. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much your Florida starter pack yep. right there. Not f- like literally. That's me to a T. That's what I mean. That is me, <laughs> hands fucking down, yo. Now I'm a Walmart person. Why? Why is that? It's just. I don't know. That's the superstore that we had in New York. And there was no other like. What about Target? Target's fucking expensive. Yeah, I guess so. I cannot. Target is the bougie Walmart. Well, Publix is way expe- more expensive than Target. Yeah, so I don't go there either. No shit, true that. Walmart is like my go-to. You still rock with Walmart? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dog. It's like over here, everyone's like on the Chick-fil-A wave. And I'm just like, yo, McDonald's all day. Like, I don't care what you say. Okay, I'm on neither of those waves oh, so this no. is these are two completely different waves that are out that of my spectrum terrible. What, how is that terrible what dude is- all right i'm not gonna lie i can like definitely bust down some mcdonald's but <laughs> immediately after i feel just terrible yeah but it is so satisfying while it's going down yeah while it's going down yeah see this is the problem that i have now with pizza sadly because mm. as i've gotten older you know a nigga's body is just deteriorating oh. on him. <laughs> and apparently does not digest dough like I used to. And bread and pizza are now public enemy number yeah. one for me. I'm actually trying to cut out carbs as a whole. Um, but I've never really been a pizza person. And like everyone is like shocked when I say that because I'm from New York. But yeah, it, like I feel like scooby-doo kind of fucked me up growing up because the food on scooby-doo just looked so amazing and then when you get it in person it's like not like that so like the pizza in scooby-doo has like cheese dripping down the sides that's the weirdest fucking reason and like it just (laughs) doesn't look like that in person so like i can't fuck with pizza just because you have this this image from as a young child of cheese dripping off a pizza slice yes to this day damn I love cartoons and like food in cartoons. There's just something about cartoon food that's just. I feel that. I mean, anything in a cartoon world is absolutely better than yeah. anything we're doing here. Movies, and, uh, like just anything on like TV in general. That's how uh, we watch it, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Unless you're say, watching like prison shows or something. I was going to say or Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like some heavy <laughs> ass shit like that. <laughs> boy in the striped pajamas that that's actually one of my favorite lessons in history like not lessons but like times is that from schindler's list 
No, the boy in the striped pajamas is like its own movie, but okay. it's like about the it. Holocaust. Okay, gotcha. And it's just like, yo, that's crazy to me. I've that never time seen in history. either of those movies. Oh my god, you gotta watch it. And like the pianist. Yo, that one I actually started watching, but I never finished. I need to go back and finish watching that because I know Adrian Brody is a he's fuck awesome. of an actor. I love him. Yeah, he's pretty fucking dope. Dude, that movie is like three and a half hours. and That's what I'm saying. That's the same thing with Schindler's List. Yeah. Like, I can't. I don't know if I can. I've seen Schindler, Schindler, Schindler's List maybe like twice. Oh, my God. Like, you yeah. put yourself through that twice? Dude, the pianist. I've seen that shit like about five times at least. Or King Kong. Whew. King Kong is really long. Wow. And I've seen it a shitload of times. Well, I don't even know if we're talking about... Okay, so I guess with the thing with Schindler's List and uh, and The Pianist, it's not even just the length. It's the combination of the length and the subject yeah, matter. Yeah, Be- I agree. Because you're just getting battered for three hours with just the most depressing shit ever. Yeah. No, but... That's the, like... The Pianist is like... Wow. I can feel that, though, because uh, one movie that I used to watch a lot like that, but not as long, was Hotel Rwanda. I've seen Hotel Rwanda a bunch of times. I've never heard of it. (sighs) Whoo, buddy. That's some heavy shit. I've got a lot of fucking catching up to do with. It's it's another movie about genocide, another true story. Okay. Uh, It's an African revolution, basically, and it was just a civil war going on, Mm. and it is so absolutely fucked up. Damn. So fucked up. And it was a real thing. That was like, it was during the Clinton administration. So it was like 93, 94. Clinton. Yeah, so a, l- a little closer to home for us. He's the one that was like, on LimeWire, was like, uh, you would download a song, and in the beginning it was like, I did not have sexual relation with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was, that's Clinton, right? Yes, that's Clinton. Okay. Yo, this is crazy right now. My God, I am old. <laughs> Only five years older than you, and I'm <laughs> dating myself by talking about Bill Clinton. Jesus. Yeah, I was. I, was I even born? I don't think so. <sighs> I am old. No, I had to be old born. People. I mean, he. Yeah, he stopped becoming. He wasn't president anymore in 2000. That's when George Bush took over. Okay. Yeah. George. So George Jr. I was alive for five of those years. W. Yeah. Exactly. You just didn't get to experience the the mm. beauty that was the Clinton. The, the Clinton the administration. The Clintonmeister, yeah. Okay. So how was your New York upbringing? Because you were talking about the character of how it's kind of hard as fuck out there. Dude, I love being from New York. Like, I like Florida because it's, like, affordable and stuff. But, like, I definitely want to have my kids grow up in New York. Because it's just different. Like, I want them to know the subway system and, like, be able to go around in, in the boroughs and, like, go shopping in the Bronx and shit like that. And it's just, like... It's just a different life out there, honestly. Like, I I can confidently say there is no summer like a summer in New York. Like, summertime in New York is just absolutely insane. Like, things don't... Even in the winter, like, people are going out and staying out till, like, 5, 6 in the morning and, like, partying hard. And I recently have been able to experience that, but I moved out of New York, um, like, literally a month or two before my 21st birthday. So... I know it's so rough, but I go back all the time, but it's <laughs> yeah. not the same. That's crazy. But growing up there was definitely like awesome. Like I remember it just being like on the block all the time and like playing outside, playing in the pump, like the ice cream truck. It's just so great. It just things, totally different vibes. Yeah, completely different. It's like it's the city. So 
I don't know. That shit won me over. Um, <clears throat> the first time I went, I think I was 21 or 22. So it would have been like 2011, yeah. 2012. And it was during the summer and I was only there for a weekend. And all the people that I was with, you know, they took me to just, I don't know, I guess you would consider it like seedy ass dive bars and shit mm-hmm. like that. But everything we did and everyone we talked to was just so dope like like the idea of just i mean fucking rooftop parties and shit like yo so many different types of people out there it's like it's literally a mixing bowl or whatever that that metaphor is something like that uh melting pot yeah that mixing bowl mixing bowl works too (laughs) (laughs) oh shit that's the new one that's the new wave yo yeah that's the The, new wave yeah it's definitely a melting pot though because there's like so many different people from like all over the world and like different styles different music different it's just fucking different out there i love it i remember one of the first things i realized too about how real new york people are is at this uh, this first rooftop party I went to when I first got there, and I'm realizing that because I was I was taken at the time as well. I'm realizing as I'm watching all my friends talking to all these girls around us at the party, the girls are running shit, and the girls are like literally calling out every nigga like, mm-hmm. "Yo, so what's good? Are you hollering or what? What's good, nigga?" No, like, like along, I mean, not like not necessarily like that, but along those lines, like, "Yo, if you're gonna like step to me, like." come correct like yeah. they're oh, just, yeah. no, they just calling motherfuckers out yeah, like yeah. yo if you're trying to talk to me like come actually talk to me nigga like or yeah, not yeah, yeah. and no, i was no. like damn i definitely I agree like, girls are not like this back home in florida dude and like when i first moved out here and i used to like go clubbing a lot because i just turned 21 and it's just like oh i want to go out and like dudes would like come and like try to dance on me or whatever and like if i wasn't attracted to them i would literally be like or even if i was attracted to them but i just wasn't trying to do that i would literally just turn to them and be like yo honestly like I'm not interested. And like mm. nine out of 10 times, they would be like, yo, honestly, I respect you. Like you're, you're dope for that. And I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I didn't want to be a bit like, I wasn't ever a bitch about it, but I would just let it be known. Like, yo, honestly, don't even waste your time. I'm not interested. Like that's it. Just leave me alone. I feel that yeah. there's like, as a dude, that is one of the hardest, hardest things <laughs> to overcome to overcome your own ego to try to go to some random ass girl yeah. in a club and either dance on her or talk to her or do any type of yeah. macking in any way shape well i say macking in quotations because niggas either have game or do not game do yeah, not have no game, game. So, yeah so that we'll put the the macking in quotations but that is one of the most humbling moments in a nigga's life when he's like all right i'm about to uh I'm really about to go over there and do this yeah. right now. I mean, I've been there. There's been times where, like, I'll see someone good looking and I'll, like, go talk to him or, like, I'll flirt. Or I'll make it be known, like, I, I'm interested, like, shoot your shot. But see, that's why that's why I like our generation now because everybody is kind of more along that wavelength as opposed to generations before us where mm-hmm. it was just very traditional kind of one- one-minded like all right the man has to court the woman yeah. and he has to take her out on so many dates and yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. be this this and this twitty. yes exactly for yeah everything yep i'm like not like that at all i feel that okay. there's niggas everywhere listening to this that are like <laughs> all right uh, i'm gonna find this girl now <laughs> how do i find her i just yeah i don't know i feel like if i'm seeing someone like i want to be able to spoil them as well 
or like take them out on a cool nice date and like be like you know babe get anything you want like it's on me you know what i mean i feels that type of thing i feels that that can't happen with everyone though i'm not gonna lie nah it's gotta be like that's special nah the one nah (laughs) niggas ain't just nick all niggas are not alike okay nah so your new york upbringing then and whatnot what do you miss most about new york do you think Oof. Um, I know it's a hard one. Yeah, it is. Okay, I definitely m- really miss the um, public transportation. Like, I, I will definitely give you that, dude. It's just so easy on uh, like everywhere. Trains, buses, cabs are like five bucks. Like, it's just especially when you come from like you could go from New York to somewhere like Chicago or Atlanta, and they've got pretty goddamn decent public transportation yeah. there. You come from New York to Orlando, and it's She's like Dude, barely existing. Thank God that I got a car now because the first two years that I was living here, I did not have a car and Oof. I was like sharing my mom's. That hurts. And it was rough, dude. Like it, there was a 99.9% of the time I was home or like relying on someone to come pick me up because it was just that ass. Like everything's like 30 minutes away, 40 minutes away. And like now I got a car and it's just like, I where are we going? Cruising. You know what I mean? See, I love Orlando Till the death of me. The only gripe I have about Orlando is our fucking public transportation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's pretty much zero. Dude, and, and now now downtown's got like the bikes, which okay, cool. What if I need to go somewhere that's like thirty? I'm gonna bike bicycle my way all the way there. Real shit. Like what the fuck? Have you have you got on one of those yet? I haven't. I really want to, especially like after like a night out. Just like get on okay. The bike. So we were. Uh, we were sitting here the other day, Beta and myself, and he almost saw someone eat shit on one of those bikes because oh. apparently they're like not the best designed, I guess. Okay. Like if you hear somebody, I, I saw somebody riding past me the other day and you could hear the bike. Like it is like what? janky and clanky. Like oh. it's, you can hear machinery moving and you're like, that doesn't sound smooth at all. Damn. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely not Pee Wee Herman's um, big adventure. Big adventure. Bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you knew that. Damn. Well, I used to love that movie. Okay, so you know Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but you don't know Tribe Called Quest? Nope. <sighs> I do not. You know, these things happen. It is what it is. That's a great movie, though, too. It is. I saw it again recently, and I was just like, wow. I haven't seen it in Pee-wee fucking Herman. years. Years. <laughs> that laugh that he does. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Some shit like that. Yo, you did it way better than I tried to. I don't know what the hell I was trying. Oh man. Anyways, so what was uh what was your lifestyle growing up like music wise? Oh, okay. Hmm. So I go through phases for sure. So like I've definitely been through like my rocker phase, and I've been through like the phase where like I wanted to be like retro and like I listened to run DMC all the time. Well, and, like what were you hearing? What were, like what was being played in the house for you before you even started? Like, Oh, like freestyle, um, a lot of salsa, um, reggaeton, of course, bachata. I definitely grew up on, um, Aventura and like Romeo. Yep. Like 100%. Um, and my mom plays a lot of like, I don't even know what genre this is, but like, like uh stacy Lattimore. i don't know if you know that it, it's like no it's like very like 80s music but it's like not fast and it's it's like i guess like 80s r&b kind of but it's not really r&b i don't know how to explain it but 
my mom definitely put me onto a lot of really good music and like it's like music that i still listen to now that me being an artist myself now want to incorporate those sounds somehow into like my own style because it's just like your music is dope most definitely so it's yeah i think that's an understatement (laughs) music is like man it's everything it it is it really is so you're listening to salsa and whatnot i saw your video too from uh when you were dancing in new york recently Yes. It looked like you had a great time. I did. I went to the Copacabana, which is like this very well-known club in the city that like my mom went to growing up. And she like tells me stories of like her and my aunt um, like going out to the Copacabana and like just like some crazy shit. And oh, I went there boy. and it was like really awesome. And um, that was your first time there. Um, No, I actually went there after prom. My after prom, we went there and that was really fun. But that's when I was like approved still and I didn't really drink or anything like that so i mean i had a good time because it was prom but yeah we had to leave early because one of the girls on the bus like got shit-faced and i'm like you're only 17 like you shouldn't even be (laughs) you know getting like that you were fruity (laughs) yeah i really was uh but hey shouts out to all the prudes there you know or all the prudes in life you know like y'all y'all do your thing too man i can proudly say like i feel like a lot of this generation is way ahead of their time and I grew up at my age throughout my whole life, which I'm very happy about. Like, people, I know people that, like, lost their virginity at, like, 11, 12. Like, that's fucking nuts. I definitely didn't do that. And, like, started <laughs> drinking and, like, smoking at, like, such young ages. And I'm like, I didn't start that until I was, like, in I college. Definitely did that, though. That was, yeah. my, that was my thing. At for times, sure. though, I kind of wish that I did smoke weed in, in, in uh, high school, though. Because, I don't know. Just, uh, I mean... I don't regret smoking weed and drinking, you know, starting all that when I did. But knowing what I know now, you know, like if I had kids, I would do everything in my power to make sure that they didn't. Just because like the brain is still developing like well into like your into like your mid 20s. So you really shouldn't even be smoking weed until you get into like your mid 20s. Dude, I was such a prude that I wouldn't even date someone that smoked damn yeah like if like i don't care how much i liked you if you smoked like you're out of the picture that's how bad it was and now it's like i mean i i like definitely cut back on smoking but there was a point where like i couldn't date you if you did not smoke because it's like you know (sighs) what i mean like how are we gonna vibe i love doing it and how do you you know (laughs) what i mean it's like so i mean i'm kind of right there with you honestly it's that's a kind of a deal breaker it is yeah like, I want to be able to be in my bed and, like... Chiefing on a blunt. Yeah, chilling. Chilling. Relaxing. Eating yes. some fucking food. Yes, indeed. Yes, you indeed. There's, there's nothing quite as as beautiful as smoking a joint and having a nice little snack next to you, naked, yeah. with your significant other, chilling, what? watching something, just chilling hard. Or, like, with the music playing. Or yes. just, like... I'm a very competitive person and like I love playing like games like board games or like card games uno I knew that was gonna come up I knew it oh yeah because you have a shit ton of games that's like paradise for me so like I love being able to do that while like playing uno okay so we were just discussing uh we were just discussing uno specifically on the last episode with my other friend Eliana who is here oh yeah and she feels the same way about uno like you do and many other Uno enthusiasts do, 
and I do not feel like <laughs> I do not feel this way about Uno at all. <laughs> and you people, you Uno lovers, are a you wily people. fucking bunch. All right. Listen, I have like it at my in my workspace. I do not play Uno. Like they know they they'll fuck with me and they'll be like, Yo, Chaz, like uh, you gonna play Uno? And I'm like, No, like I'm not playing Uno because it's like people just try to make up their own fucking rules and then it's like. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fucking good at Uno. And like people get salty and then they're like, try to put rules just on me. Like you can't do this or you can't do that. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not going to play. I like like how you, I like how you're talking shit also without talking shit at the same time. Just like a little life flex. Like, you you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fucking good. I'm pretty good. (laughs) So like people get mad. But See, that was the thing that happened this past weekend. There was an Uno game that was started here. And within five minutes, I couldn't hear the conversation I was having in the same room because these niggas are just standing up yelling at each other. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, no, you got to fucking pick up 12. No, I skipped you. Like, yo, no, 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 no. I thought everybody should just like read the same thing of rules that comes with the Uno game. Why, nah, why isn't that like, why can't that just be the thing? Why can't we all just do it like that? I feel like I play the rules from the box and... Everyone else does not. Wait, do you feel like that or do you know that you do? Listen. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't see an immediate yes. My <laughs> rules, are, they're, they're logical. You, it goes with the oh. Uno rules, but <laughs> a lot of people do not say like Uno out or like they'll say Uno. And it's like if you say it at the same time as someone, how are you going to determine who won? So is my rule thing? is you do rock, paper, scissors. Okay. So if you say it at the same time as someone... The deal breaker is rock, paper, scissors. Whoever wins that rock, paper, scissors won the Uno. So let's say you had Uno, but I called it on you. If I won the rock, paper, scissors, you have to pick up two. If you win, then you don't have to pick up two. That seems fair. It is very fair. It is a just system of Uno rules. (laughs) And people just don't seem to cooperate. So I just can't (laughs) play. Yo, people at home, if you could see how serious she's getting right now about the Uno, like, it's a completely different person in here now. <laughs> completely different person. Like, I've realized this about people. Like, the people who love Uno, they will turn into a different human being It's to defend their Uno. And then people are like, oh, it's just a game. Okay, it's just a game, but the point of playing a game is you want to win, right? So, like, you're not going to play a game to lose. I want to win. Facts. Big facts. I don't know, man. People are weird. I just can't play Uno after, just especially after seeing, like, when people have to make announcements before you start playing a game, when they have to say, all right, (laughs) y'all, we're about to play Uno, and if y'all motherfuckers (laughs) don't know how to play Uno, get the fuck up. Yeah. Do not sit down in this circle right now. That shit happened last weekend. That shit happened. Or like when I used to play with one of my friends and anyone who would play with us, we would be like, all right, so listen, these are the rules. We'd have to lay down all the rules and like we'd explain it thoroughly. Like this was like our our job kind of like just explaining (laughs) these Uno rules. And then like we'd be mid playing and they're like, you didn't explain that. We're like, um, actually, that was number four on the. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we didn't Uh, do that. Excuse me. I already checked that one off the list. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> so it's like, man, I just I retired from Uno. I got enough wins under my sleeve. Oh, oh <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. I'm just kidding. All right, bet, bet, bet. <laughs> you haven't played me in Uno yet. That's what it Dude, is. Bring it on. Yo. Any any game. Come on. I am a game wizard. Same. 
there can only be one game wizard. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I am the game wizard. All right, game wizard. I'm just saying. I'm the game wizard, yo. It is what it is. So after, you know, hearing all the music growing up with the parents and whatnot, salsa and the bachata and whatnot, you were saying that you were going through your different phases. Yes. You know? How did these phases turn out? Um, I went through some weird phases. Like, I'm not going to lie. But I don't regret any of them. Define weird. So we, we all go through shit, man. Like my it, 80s phase, right? You had an 80s phase? Oh, Lord. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't even understand. This is already weird. I was like maybe 12 or 13. And I that was like when all the like retro was out and like. I would be all in like retro stuff and like be wearing the big. Le- oh my god, it's just so corny and wearing, embarrassing to even. Were you wearing say. leg warmers? Oh hell yeah! Oh my god, leg warmers <laughs> like the the Madonna rubber bla- bracelets. Like, uh, my my nails would be every single nail would be a different color like of the rainbow. Like, okay, that's ill though. I would wear like right. mad different rainbow shit and like my mom even like asked me like she literally was like, "Are you bisexual?" And I'm like. Shit. No, I'm just retro. I'm just <laughs> 80s, okay? <laughs> you know? I'm 80s as fuck, mom. So that was just like one of my phases. And then I went through like a phase where I was obsessed with Steven Tyler. Like literally had the biggest like crush Aerosmith? on Yes. Okay. On Steven Tyler. And I would wear like mad feathers in my hair and like just like weird, just different I stuff. I got a question for you. Did yeah. you ever find Steven Tyler attractive? Yes. Do you is, still find yes. Steven Tyler how he is just a sexy man like what he's he's not necessarily like handsome like i don't think he's like a good looking guy Uh but i just think his persona and just who he is how he carries himself yeah it just makes him like so hot okay 10-4 yeah no 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 i can understand that there's there's definitely women that i feel that way about man steven tyler he's that's that's a guy right there have you seen him lately um, well, he looked like a crackhead like 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah. so I can imagine. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not too much better. It's not too much better. And he's still just, he's still, he's Steven Tyler. He's a motherfucking legend. Yeah. I, I will not take that away from him in any way, shape or form. I, yeah. I can't take that away from him. I no. am, I am, but You're a lowly just one person. Yeah. I'm a lowly <laughs> peon. Yes. Uh, he is Steven Tyler. The Steven Tyler. Yeah. yeah for real. Yeah. So you have your eighties phase. Yeah, I had that phase. I had like a um like a rock phase. And then I had a phase where like I wasn't necessarily a skater chick, but I was like dating someone who like used to skate and like would always wear like Stussy and Supreme and like Bape and all that. And yes. then like I would like wear like the big T's with like SBs or like bands and like hella converse and yes. just like like uh fishnets like and like scullies like yeah that was like my high school fate that was like my uh senior year wardrobe i definitely need to see pictures of this i think i have some and i would like always wear my hair straight like i was very insecure about my curly hair and i would straighten it all the time and just have like a scully on with like oversized tees and like socks like all the way up well i'll let you know right now women out there niggas love the curls yeah they do don't feel bad about the curls because we love the curls saying i love my curls speaking for all niggas out there we love curls i'm glad that this whole like natural hair curly hair movement thing is like going on right now real shit 
everyone's just embracing their true beauty. Yeah, for real, man. I mean, that's uh, that's how I've always felt about it. You know, like that's why I ran my dreadlocks for yeah. almost damn near ten years, which I still want to see and feel. By the way, I gotta find them. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, they're here somewhere. I I gotta find them. They're they're definitely here somewhere. They're in a bag. All sixty six of them. That's sixty six of those fuckers. What? Yes. I know. You must have paid guap to get them like re-locked or locked uh, in the first place. I suppose. I honestly, I mm, technically to get them locked in the first place, I didn't pay for them because I had a girl who had no idea what she was doing locking my hair up. Okay. And then after that, I got them like re-professionally done. But, I mean, at that point, they were already kind of formed, so it didn't cost as much as it would have originally okay. if it was just all regular hair. Yeah. So I kind of lucked out there. But, I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of the same amount as kind of the same amount as a as a haircut, I suppose. Because I now get my haircut every two weeks. It's like 20 bucks. So 40 bucks every month. Okay. And, well, but I would only get my hair retwisted once a month. When I want, When I got that one lock, um, I had reached out to someone uh-huh. and sh- her pricing was as follows. She said it was $30 deposit and then $10 per lock. Woo! So if you're saying you had 66 locks, that is $660 to get locks. Yeah. Right. P- plus the $30 deposit. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Like, is that realistic? Is that a realistic price? I don't know if that's a realistic price. I mean, I've definitely, I mean, to get it started, especially if you have a lot of hair, I definitely know it can, it can go kind of in that range, but not that high. Like, I, I've definitely heard prices of starting out, locking up around anywhere between like two fifty to four hundred, but not like, not like six hundred dollars. That's a lot, yo. That's yeah. a lot. Hell no! I can nah, have like that. five wigs with that. <laughs> I don't have any wigs, but I'm very interested in buying. I was so. gonna say, you do what? What is this? What is this new interest with wigs you have? So I've been wanting them, but they're just so expensive that I haven't actually purchased any. But okay, so let me let me clarify. A good wig is expensive, right? Yes. Because I've I've definitely had a bad wig before, and they're cheap. Yeah, they are. You can get you can get them for like forty bucks, and like I'd get a, I wouldn't mind getting a forty buck one because it's not like I'm gonna be wearing it every day. So. I mean, I have beautiful hair. It's just I don't want to dye my hair like this. Like my hair color is like my like I have like my hair is virgin hair. So it's like it's never it's not dyed. It's Leave not it. Yeah, it's like literally like my hair. So instead of dyeing it and doing all these things to my hair, I can just get wigs. And that way I'll have like my hair. But when I want a different look, just pull out wig A or wig B. What color are you feeling first? So I really want a long black straight haired wig with bangs with bangs ooh, yeah spicy so i want that and i also want like blonde like some type of not platinum blonde but like like a couple shades lighter than my hair now i was gonna say the blonde seems to be a necessity usually for yeah. the, for the wig yeah, department yeah, yeah. especially during the summertime come on i need a blonde wig too i can actually see that i definitely need yeah. one I can see it. I'm just saying, you know, like get a little rocker going on, Hell you know? yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Paint the nails black and all that? Hey, speaking of which, I was going to mention this earlier when you mentioned about your, your fingernails being painted different colors. Mm-hmm. All you niggas out there painting your fingernails <laughs> now, 
Thank you're welcome. All right, niggas. I was the one who dealt with that shit in high school, being the the nigga that was gay. Nah, oh. son. Nah, son. Oh. I was just painting my fucking nails because I wanted to, because I was yeah. different. Yeah. And now that I'm out that shit, 15 years later, guess who else is painting their fucking nails? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Don't you hate mother. that? I hate that shit. It's like so give me my credit. Y'all weren't doing this. It's what hurts. Uh, it, it's definitely what hurts about things like skateboarding too. Because I love that skateboarding is blown up to the point that it has now. You've mm-hmm. got things like Supreme that are so yeah. fucking huge, and they're they're still skate core. But I mean, when I grew up, the, it it wasn't fucking cool to skate. Yeah, it wasn't fucking cool at all. <laughs> and I was in the Bible Belt. Like I was literally ten minutes away from Alabama state lines. What? Yes, yes. When I say I'm a Florida boy, I am a real Florida boy, not like an Orlando, Miami, Florida boy. Yeah. I'm a real like, southern Florida boy. Yes. Jaw drop. Like serious jaw drop right real now. Real shit. Yeah. 18 years next to what? Alabama state lines. Yes. I actually, for a very long time, have always wanted to go to Alabama. Um, It's nice. I, I hear that. And like I've seen great pictures and I watch a lot of movies. And I really mainly want to go to Alabama because I really want to drive down like an open road where there's like nothing there but like open land and there's like a house every like every two some miles some miles yep. yeah every two four miles and you like the houses are like made out of like wood and like you got the the fucking rocking chairs in the front and i want to get that real southern cooking like. you're describing my uh my girlfriend in high school's family completely Dude. they had their entire family was on the same road they had like five houses what? within each other and they were all like a mile and a half, two miles away from each other. That's sick. Way out in the middle of the fucking boonies. Way out in the middle That's of the boonies. Sick. Uh, and it was just that. like a, it was a road that you just like fucking do 70, 80 miles an hour yeah. down. Because oh there's nobody coming. With like the wind just blowing and you got like yep. trees. Hit. Oh man, that's yep. so great. Chilling. Well, that's why I've always wanted to go to Alabama. Very chilling. I do miss that shit, you know, for the... You know, for those reasons, but then there's so many other reasons that I don't miss I it for. I feel like I already know those reasons. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm. But I mean, honestly, it is what it is because. It is what it is, yeah. You already know. <laughs> Just because, like, growing up in that place, like, I don't know. I'm not a little. I'm not a little baby. Like, I, I grew up. I grew up in a heart. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I can't. Jesus. If, if only you had seen what just happened, people at home. <laughs> if only you had seen. My God. I'll leave it. I'll leave that up to to the viewers' imagination. I'm not even going to describe <laughs> what just happened. We're just going to leave that one be. Oh my God. Not again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm just playing. But uh, it's interesting though, growing up in that area just because i mean i was raised in such a way with so many people that were raised in such a way that mm. you know that shit toughened me immediately like it's nothing but a character building place yeah like i had to learn hard life lessons from the jump immediately i mean when you've been called every fucking name by the time you're seven eight years old what? you learn fast you know i mean it is what it is that shit is what it is. Like, it, it's just real life. It is. Like, people people think that, you know, stamping out racism and all that shit is it's going to happen. happen. That's not ever going never, to happen. I always say the same thing. And it's it's a sad truth, but it is a truth. It is. It's like, people will always have their opinion on anything. Like, you can never change anyone's, like, opinion. Once they're in this, like, 
you know, mindset, it's not going to change. And for generations and generations to come, it's not going to change. I do understand, though, um, like, you know, the mis like the treatment. um, And what's that fucking word? I'm going to sound so stupid because I can't remember the fucking word. (laughs) Don't worry. You won't sound stupid. Anyway, there's a word. You won't sound stupid. I think you meant to say you won't sound stupid. Well, I'm not alone there. So (laughs) now Um, we both sound stupid. Oh, discriminate. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. The, like, discrimination and, like, acting upon, like, your feelings, however you feel within, that is completely wrong. And I do understand, you know, people fighting against that and trying to change those behaviors. But in regards to, like, changing people's mindsets, that will never, ever change. Exactly. Like, as sad as it is. Because the thing that I realized, you know, growing up with all of these you know, either what, however you want to call it, racist-ass people or whatever, when you really get down to the bottom of it, when you really actually talk to those fucking people, they're not even racist. Yeah. They're just raised that way. That's it. Like, they literally know nothing else except that from when they were babies. Yeah. We were just lucky enough to not be taught that when we were babies. That's it. Dude, honestly. That's literally it. So, like, anytime. I see somebody that's out in public and is acting a fool, being fucking wild ignorant or wild racist. That's, that's all I'm realizing to myself. I'm just like, oh, yeah. this person probably had some crazy ass upbringing mm-hmm. that's completely different than the rest of us. It's not their fault, but at yeah. this point, it's too far gone. Like, exactly. You can't change that person. And deep down, they don't believe that shit. They never do. They never believe that shit. Because you can, uh, it's been so many times that I've been in a conversation or someone with somebody who's said some wild ass shit like that to me. And five minutes later, they're talking to me like I'm just a regular human being. They completely forget about it. Like five minutes later. And then afterwards they realize like, Oh wait, I'm talking to this black guy. Oh shit. My bad. But for that whole time period before that, they were just like, Oh yeah, I'm just talking to another human being. Yeah. And I I think it goes like both ways. Cause I've seen like, just, I don't know. I feel like, deep down every single person in this world has either said something racist or like has a little bit of like racist thoughts from time to time and it goes like in any different like it's not just like against black people or against white people it's against like home uh homophobic it's like homophobic people it's like against asians or like arabics it's like there's just so many different forms of like Racism is just, and discrimination is just, like, insane. Yeah, it goes across the board. Yeah. That is for sure. It's nuts. I don't know. It is what it is. And it's, like, but that's what I was saying. Like, you know, growing up in that culture, it just built me up much more stronger than that. Mm -hmm. And I have that much tougher skin because of that shit. I agree. So, like, I'm pretty sure you can relate not in the degree of, like, country upbringing, but just, like, the hard shit that is growing up in New York. Oh, I was bullied. Yeah, for sure. Bad like terribly bad in the sixth grade where like my mom was in school with me every single day. I was in the principal's office every single day. The guidance counselors, like I didn't want to go to school. Like Damn. it was badly bullied. What were you being bullied for? Honestly, <laughs> if you don't mind my asking, I don't even I don't I, like, I, I honestly don't even want to sound cocky, but like all, I was a sixth grader and like all the eighth grade boys like had a crush on me. I knew it. And like the <laughs> sixth, it. seventh and eighth grade girls like hated me for it. And like, would call me names, would like write things about me on the back of the bathroom. And like at that, like I was 11 years old, dude. I hadn't even like, I had just gotten my first tap kiss. Like, you know what I mean? And like these girls were like stepping up to me every day in like groups, like trying to like fight me for no reason. Like I was like, 
an athlete like i played you know like good honor roll and like yeah. these people were just like were just terrible and then like it took one girl to put her hands on me and like i fought her and like fucked her up so bad that like Damn. after that day i was never afraid to like fight or like just stick up for myself oh so you got hands huh i mean <laughs> <laughs> get me in the rink with floyd you know me? <laughs> see that's why this year I am making sure that we turn the podcast into a video podcast because <laughs> these are the things that the people need to see. Oh, the the swagger right there. The swagger was just a whew. Wow. Wow, that was good stuff right Thank there. You. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. She got hands, y'all. She got hands. Yeah. Best come correct. Best, Best come correct. Best come back on my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just totally kidding. But yeah, that shit is crazy though. Like it's Especially at such a young age, yeah. like girls are fucking vicious, man. Yeah, man. Vicious. And it's crazy because, like, even with all this suicide awareness, people still do it. And it's like, you know, just because you might have a tough, tough character or tough skin and these things don't bother you, it does bother other people. And it's like, people literally take their own lives. And, like, I've heard stories of, like, kids as young as, like, eight years old that take their own lives. Like, that is so heartbreaking to hear and i just i don't know i just think humans are really fucking evil i heard this crazy ass statistic the other day because as as a female you already know you know the emotions and hormones you're going through as a young girl Mm -hmm. you know that shit is crazy especially when you've got girls other girls you know like you were saying in your case bullying and whatnot this crazy ass statistic i i don't want to i can't quote it verbatim but it was something along the lines of like uh a young female underneath the age of like 10 or nine or something like that. If she gets started with social media, like anywhere, I think before one that age, like in that area, like around eight or nine or some shit, it's like a one out of five chance for that girl to commit suicide. Some crazy shit. What? Yes. Just because they're already, they're now putting themselves into that hemisphere of yeah. putting themselves out there yes. and being judged by other girls. Oh and my God. and now you're not only letting, you know, the girls that you know personally into your life, potentially talking shit about you, but mm-hmm. now you're opening up the rest of the world on the internet to talk shit it's on like you. At that age, though, what could you possibly be saying about a nine-year-old girl? Exactly. Like what? That's I, like like in your situation. That's crazy to me because it's like an eleven year old girl. Yeah. Like, probably didn't have anything of uh, anything along those things on her mind whatsoever. No, but. not at all. And it's crazy because all those girls that were calling me those names were like already like sexually active and like and I to me that was still so gross. Like I could never like, you know what I mean. And I now that. I look back and like. I'll see like from time to time I'll come across like those girls like on Facebook or like Instagram or something and they like got like three kids by like all different niggas and shit and I'm like oh (laughs) that's interesting oh Hmm. noted interesting you know look how life turned out but I don't you know I feel like everything that I went through growing up and just like everything in my life I wouldn't take back can't change it it's like made me otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here right now if all of that other shit hadn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is crazy to think about, too. It is. It is fucking crazy. So were you were you singing from a young age also? Yes. Um. So I first found out that, like, I can sing from when I remember. I was nine. 
And a lot of things happened at nine. But it was a, a Keisha Cole song that Keisha Cole loved. That was like the first song that I was like, damn, like I can sing. Keisha Cole, where you at, girl? Come, come, yeah, wo- make come, a wife, come, wife your boy up. Um, she had one of the most attractive, like, uh, teeth gaps. I gotta say. Are you into that? She not really, not at all. No. <laughs> I'm not into. I love good, perfect teeth. Yeah, I like perfect teeth. Yeah, same. And for some reason, Keisha Cole, I think, I don't know, there's maybe a combination of her voice, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe but the, it, the the vocals came out of that gap, <laughs> and that, <laughs> that's what it what made it. You yeah, know? just made the acoustics that much better. Exactly. Yeah. So I, it was that gap. I feel that. I feel that. I think it makes sense. Keisha, bring your acoustic gap over here, and we can we can work this thing out. <laughs> um, But no, like I discovered at that age that I can sing. But I have always had like a really bad stage fright. So I never, I mean, I would do the Star Spangled Banner in high school at like basketball games or like football games. I would do it then. Um, but I never really wanted to do like talent shows or like showcase my voice because no, well, there's really no because. I was just afraid. And um, mm. uh, then in college, I, I joined a group called Phenomenal Voices. And I performed like a couple of times with that, but I would still get so nervous to sing. What type of group was it? It was like um, they had singers, poets, rappers, um, and they would just we would like practice, and you would have to come up with like something that you want to perform, and then they would have like an event. So uh, one that I remember was like they always had like a Valentine's Day event, and I forgot what it was called, but that event was always very successful. Like it, they would like do a whole um run out a whole like lecture hall mm. and it would get like packed in there and people would, you know, perform. And I performed like once or twice doing that, but it wasn't really, I feel another reason that I never really took mu- singing seriously or like started making my own music was because I never was surrounded by people that were interested in doing the same thing. Or like, I never had those resources like producers or like, managers people that played instruments so moving out here definitely like changed that for the better for me because i've i've been like connected with like so many people in that world that have like helped me develop into the artist that i am i was gonna say orlando is literally a cultural hot spot right now it's great especially if you're doing music music is booming in orlando it has right been now. such a crazy platform for me here that like i always would say like yeah i'm not i still don't consider myself floridian but i can definitely say like florida has, orlando has is like my second home like it's crazy because i would have never said that a year or two ago <laughs> i feel that yeah we turned her over <laughs> yeah 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 you already you know? know you already Shouts know out to orlando for sure so did you come to orlando for college or no i actually did college in new york Okay, um, word, word. I went to university at Albany. Bet. Which was in the capital. And man, college was a crazy time. Yeah, she's getting a smile on her face. Oh my God, <laughs> college, man. That shit was sick. I was I did two and a half years and I dormed for I dormed for two of those years. And um man, I I wish that everyone in the world could experience dorming in college because that shit is a different life like it really is i can't even that song it's like um 
man i love college yeah yeah, that Roth. Shit, yeah man that's like legit and so i fucked up in my freshman year at ucf and Uh-oh. oh yeah it's a good dun, story dun, dun. it's a good story so i got accepted into what would be considered i think the second tier level like dorms at ucf there's okay. the towers which are like the top tier that, that shit is bad as fuck yeah and then you got like Nike and Hercules, which are also apartment style. So I had my own room and Ooh. everything. Yes. As a freshman? As a freshman. What? Oh, it gets so much worse. Oh, boy. It gets so much worse. Oh, no. So, oh, man, this is a bad story to tell. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Uh, so I, I get dropped off by the parents, you know. Everything's all cool. Everything's copacetic. We all good. I was in that apartment for, I want to say, maybe three or four days before I got caught smoking weed in there and oh, kicked out. Of Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe only two days into the semester. Two days after school had started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, like, out of the apartment or out of the school? Out of the, no, not out of the school. Yet. Out of oh. the yeah oh oh yeah that's that's down the road <laughs> that's down the road but out of the apartment yeah so out of the apartment that my parents had just paid money for oh my god and now had to pay more money to find me a new apartment off campus and move me into that shit within like three days after they had just moved all my shit in that apartment like four days before that I was a piece of shit as a kid. Oh my, I mean, you're not really a piece of shit for smoking weed though. I mean, did you, were you aware that you weren't supposed to do that? Yes, of course I was. Okay. okay so the situation that happened, oh, this gets even worse now actually telling the story of what happened. <laughs> so I'm with, I'm with three people that I just met. We all smoked weed okay. and we're all like, yo, like let's fucking get it. And this girl was like, yo, I've had this really fucking good weed. And I was like, yo, I've been smoking weed in my apartment since I got here. Like it's chilling. Yeah. What I didn't realize is that I'd been smoking like dirt ass weed that I brought with <laughs> me from Pensacola. Uh-huh. So that shit made no smell whatsoever. What? This girl had some loud ass shit that she brought from South Florida. Oh, buddy. So it was essentially her fault. Technically. Wow. But it gets even worse because while this is all happening... My roommate comes and knocks on my door. He's like, yo, yo, like the cops are like going through the building right now. Y'all should like put that shit out and stop smoking. So I was like, all right, cool. Bet. Word. We get, we had the whole fucking thing ready to go, man. Like going to throw all the weed out, hide all the pipes, hide everything. I walk out of my room to do something. I think to put something away and everybody walked out behind me and the door closed behind them. Locked. So now I can't get back in my room. Oh my God. The weed is out. The pipe is out. Everything is out. Everything is out. And my roommate at the time didn't know that you don't have to let cops into your, into your apartment without a warrant. He just let them in, let them in. And at that point it was too fucking late. So they, they got the fucking RA to come open my door, open the locked door and everything is just, waiting for them just all the weed is out caught like literally red-handed oh yeah oh yeah because i was literally just gonna flush everything down the toilet 
I think that's what I was going to do. I was going to the bathroom to start bringing shit in there to flush everything down the toilet. Yeah. And that happened. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I had a similar <laughs> situation, but it wasn't me. Like, if we had a suite. So I was in the tower, and um, so our, our um, like, dorm room was actually, like, a living room. There was, like, a living room, and then there was two bedrooms, and then the bathroom. And so in one bedroom, there was two beds. So there was like two girls in that room. And then it was me and my roommate in like our room. And um, they, the two girls in the other suite, like smoked hella weed. And at that okay. age, like me and my roommate, neither of us smoked. So, um, yeah, they were like burning hard in, in that room. And the cops came and we like told them. So they like hit everything or whatever. But I really don't remember what happened. They didn't get kicked out, though, because I remember them still being there. Um, but yeah, the cops definitely would do like random rounds around the fucking building and I got kicked the fuck out. That sucks. Oh boy. Damn. Oh boy. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, like we were saying earlier, if that hadn't have happened, right. I wouldn't be sitting here right now today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you have to go through the, uh, embarrassing situation of, Getting kicked, kicked out. out on the fourth day. I got my roommate kicked out too. No, you fucking didn't. Because he, he wasn't even smoking with us, but they searched everybody's rooms and he had a pipe in his room and they kicked him out too because of paraphernalia. I felt so, I still feel fucking bad to this day about that shit. Oh, my, that would have instantly been a fight, okay? <laughs> if that was me. Oh, I'm like I'm man. suing type shit. Yeah, like, I still feel bad about that shit to this oh, day. Oh shit! I uh, I wonder like if his uh, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah, I I wonder <laughs> all the time. Austin, where you at, bro? <laughs> well, you know what? Who told him to open the door? That's what I'm saying. Actually, sadly, he he wasn't the one who opened the door. It was a different oh, roommate. No. Who opened the- <laughs> yeah, so he really just like got it. He was just innocent as fuck. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Damn. Very innocent. Very innocent. It is what it is. It's sad. So you had a good time though in your college experience. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm glad to say. Awesome. Awesome time. <laughs> You're getting a little misty-eyed over there, dude. Like I missed the shit out of it. It, like what I oh man I got like a thirty thousand dollar debt though and I didn't even graduate Tight. so yeah I'm tight about that Ooh. but I have the fucking memories and uh, you know I got a somewhat of a college edu- education <laughs> so I ain't too mad somewhat of a college education I appreciate it's two that, and a half though. years worth hey fuck it though man I didn't finish yeah, I didn't even come close to finishing whatsoever. Yeah, yep. I've had only three semesters left. I was kicked out by the end of that year, by the way. End of freshman year, I was kicked out of school. For what? For not going to school. <laughs> oh, I did that too. <laughs> yeah, I just... lit. Well, I don't think you did it to the degree that I did it. I decided for my entire freshman year to just take acid every day and drink every day instead of going to class. Mm. And that's what I did. Wow. Yeah, was, uh, you know... You know, life hard life lessons as an eighteen year nineteen year old, you know? Yeah, man. I'm not upset though. I feel like college is definitely overrated. You don't need college to be successful. Not at all. Not so. whatsoever. I agree wholeheartedly with that. You know? It it does come in handy, but I was going to be a fucking history teacher. What was I gonna do? What the fuck was I gonna do? Be a, be a, be a teacher? Teach? I mean, 
you know, shout out to teachers. <laughs> no disrespect at any means because I wanted to be a teacher. But, no. Nah, son. No. Not for you? No. I feel that. So what prompted the move to Florida then? So uh, my junior year, halfway, well, yeah, right after my first semester of junior year, that's when I, like, moved downtown, which was off campus. So as a as a freshman and sophomore, you couldn't live off campus unless you were a commuter. But if you if you were a full time, like non commuter, you had to live on campus like you couldn't live off campus. So um, my junior year, junior year is when everyone like moved downtown and like got their own houses and stuff. And that's when all the parties would be. Yeah. And um, that is also the year that I started smoking weed. So uh, then I just it, I was just amazed with weed and like my group of friends that I had, we just all would just vibe and like I never wanted to go to class. So I just stopped going. I like the term amazed with weed. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a great feeling and like the music and just the vibes was just so awesome. And um, yeah, it, w- it was just a bad semester altogether, to be honest. So I feel that I like left and then. I couldn't afford to live in the city on my own. So my mom was already living out here. So then I was just like, fuck, I have no choice but to go and live out there as well. I feel that. I yeah. just had to make it work after that. But yeah, I definitely made it work. I was going to say, so when you got here, how did you start meeting people in the creative community then? Like how, what prompted all of, all of this shit coming into fruition, you know? So I know it had to do with Twitter or I worked at Fridays. That was my first job here and I was a server. And I don't remember if it was through like meeting someone at work or if it was through Twitter. I am almost sure that it was through Twitter. Um, But I, I like got put into this group chat, like a texting group chat. Um, with like people from Orlando that I lost my train of thought. It's just gone. Got in, put in a group chat with people from Orlando <laughs> creatives that you were meeting. Oh yeah. No, they weren't even creatives though. So it was just people that like the, the group of us, it was so weird. Cause like one girl was like a stripper and the other dude like made music and like whatever. So I was in that group chat and, um, I essentially, oh, I remember how it happened now doesn't matter because i already started the story but uh yeah so i i I actually got like became good friends with this one dude in the group chat and he made music and he actually started bringing me over to this one studio and in that studio i met um a photographer who was now my manager and um yeah that's pretty much how everything started and it's really crazy because at the time i wasn't even like thinking about like making music or anything i was kind of doing like the whole modeling thing Uh and um then I got hired with the job that I'm that I have now and I moved to Baltimore, whatever, was there for like eight months, came back. It's random. I know. It was a horrible city. But DM shots fire. Yeah, I'm sorry. DMV is <sighs> not for me. But um <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> it, I mean, if we're being if we're being real as fuck, I mean Baltimore is some shit. It was rough, dude. That that was a rough city. Like I do I, not envy. I do not envy that. That place is like a fucking war zone, man. It is, dude. Oh man, like it's like the two worst cities, honestly, in the states that I think of are like Detroit, Detroit and Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah. hands down. Yeah, 
pretty much that the, yeah it was i saw some shit out there like i literally would go to work come back home like i did not leave because it was just like crazy out there I that's fucked didn't like it but um but yeah that's how it all started was fucking a group chat and i just met people through there and, and it's been great like shout out to my manager i love him that's some crazy shit yeah. So I have to say, because I was talking with Eliana this past episode when she was on, and she mentioned the homie Swavy, who I have not met. Yeah. I need to meet this dude. Swavy, yes. Man, Swavy. A- apparently, he's the truth. He like, is. He, that, that dude is so talented. It's like, he's so talented that he can bring out the talent in, like, anyone that he works with. Like, you, like, you'll go there and you're like, yeah, I can sing or I can rap. And then, like, you'll start working with him and you're like, yo, I'm the fucking, I'm the GOAT. Like, <laughs> he just makes you feel like, yo, like, you know, he like, he just gets you. Like, it, it, it's crazy because, like, I would sit there and I would tell him, like, a concept or, like, a sound that I was going for. And it was, like, right away he would, like, create this whole beat. And I'm like, yo, that's exactly what I was going for. So definitely Swavy's someone that. So the vibes are strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because, I mean, honestly, like, when I saw you perform at the social, I was fucking blown away. I was Thank just like, you. yo! Because I already knew you as the homie. I was just yeah. like, yo, this is the homie. She's mad chill. Thank you. And then she gets on stage. I'm like, yo, this girl's got pipes. Yo! Yay. I love that. I love getting that reaction. It makes me feel so good. Because that was, like, the first performance that I was... um not nervous and it's because i drank beforehand (laughs) which i never do like usually before a performance i'm like in a corner i don't want to speak to anyone i'm so fucking nervous and um yeah like someone got me a drink and that shit had me like off the chains lucy yeah i was loose so that was really cool Um, so for the next wait so for this saturday then are you going to be nervous are you going to be drinking i am going to drink (laughs) a double gin and tonic that is that is the drink. All right, fair enough. I I got you on the double gin and tonic. I got you. That money. Yes, you already cool. know. You I only need one because I'm a lightweight. So that that one will do it for me. I was gonna say you were talking earlier about how you you just drink like one Smirnoff ice and that'll have you like lit. I, I won't be like shit faced, but it'll definitely put me in a. I can't be shit faced if I'm gonna sing. In but the zone. Yes. It'll yeah. It'll definitely calm my nerves for sure. So, man, I honestly. I don't know what I'm even performing yet. I was going to say, yeah, what's what's the deal here, yo? You know, it's really it's it, it like sucks because I don't have music out yet. So I don't want to keep performing like songs that aren't out. And then I, w- I don't want people to like get tired of it. And then when they do come out, they're like, oh, yeah, like I've heard her perform this like many times. Um, So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to sing. I've, But it's your art. Fuck them. I know. I know. I definitely the song that you requested though. I'll I'll do that one. Yes. The second song. I'm not sure. And yes. dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like we just cooked up. I've been working. Do you know Iggy? He works out of East Room. I don't know. Okay. Don't well, so. definitely a producer engineer that you gotta fucking check out because he's sick. All right. Um, but we just cooked up a song with that same type of energy vibe, Ooh. and I'm so excited for it because it's so fucking awesome. Oh man, Ooh. you'll love it. I was going to say, yeah, I like how I like how the two like the dichotomy of the styles that you're taking, like you've got like the nice sultry, jazzy feel. And then you've got your bubbly, up tempo, yeah. housey type. Sh- I d- like both of those vibes are very, 
very near and dear to my heart. Thank like, you. Especially like when you can get like down and dirty with the acoustic shit, you know, like and just bare your soul Dude, out there. I like. And then come right back and then party it up right after. You're just like, yo. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy because like I love I love music. So like I want to if I could fucking do every genre of music, I would like that would I'd just be known as like this fucking multi there's just no genre because i just love all music like i'd even make country like it's crazy but um i lost my train of thought again fuck (laughs) how does that happen (laughs) yo i have been doing this for 246 episodes you know how many times i've lost my train of thought and sounded stupid on this yeah surprised i haven't done it today yeah you're like is this scripted? No, I'm just kidding. Because, <laughs> like, fuck, I don't remember at all. What I, what was I saying? Oh, no, it's a... Uh, damn, now I just forgot what you were there saying. There we go. Shit. It's gone. Oh, we were talking about the music and uh, acoustic versus yes. the up-tempo vibes. Yes. So the jazzy part is, like, I just have this fascination with instruments. Like, instruments are just so... Actually, it's just sounds because, like, I watch those oddly satisfying videos as well, and they, like, give me life. What like, are those? Like, the bar, the soap, the um, soap cutting videos and, like, slime and all that stuff. People, Nicole, what? ASMR, dude. I just love sounds. Oh, you're one of these ASMR people? Oh, hell yeah. Oh I was one God. of the first people out here with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, so you're the, I'm you're an the hipster. i original ASMR, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> hipster as fuck with this ASMR Cultured shit. Cultured as fuck with the ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Like I love that oh, shit. shit. But um. Wait. So, what's your favorite sound then, from ASMR wise? Because like you just said something weird. Like I didn't oh. even know people cut soap. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, those are great. But Wait, what are they cutting soap with? Like a butter knife? Yeah. Or? No. With yeah, it could be a butter knife or like uh, a pocket knife. Just like what sound does that make? Okay. So like they'll make like slices, right? And and then like they'll cut it off, and it'll be like little cubes, and it'll just touch this the like whatever countertop that they're doing it over and like the sound that it makes when it falls onto that is just like (laughs) super satisfying honestly but i like the food eating ones like when they're like eating seafood and they're just just slurping away and just like oh my god eating like noodles the noodles are good Oh. oh and they just like especially the asians like shout out to them because they put hella food in their mouths at one time okay i'm i'm gonna have to disagree with you here <laughs> on the eating just because yo my pet peeve as a podcaster is someone who is eating and talking into the microphone Ooh. at the same time like the the yeah but that's smacking I don't like smacking. Like, I think smacking is really gross. Okay, I was just assuming there was smacking involved. There are some people that do the smacking, and there are people (laughs) that, like, just record themselves talking. Like, it'll be just like this, a mic, and they're like, so today it's, like, a very good day. And like that's the ASMR I know. No, I don't like those at all. Like, I just like the eating ones. Like, (laughs) I want to see you eat some good-ass food and, like, hear the sounds that it makes. Like, the honeycomb, you've never seen them eat the honeycomb? No. Oh, I hate honey. Honey is gross to me, but those freaking honeycomb videos, man, those sounds. This is so strange to me. The gooiness. I'm going to have to do this at a later time. Like, just get stoned out of my mind and just watch some ASMR videos. I can send you a bunch. Yo, not ASMR related, but smacking related. My mom got so pissed at me one time. (laughs) We were at dinner and she was smacking, enjoying her food. And I asked, I said, hey, yo, could you not do that? Because I really don't like it when you smack. And she just, whoo, 
boy, what, what a mistake that shit was. She went hamong on you? Oh, you already know. You already know. It was not good. It was not <laughs> good. Let's let's just say dinner was shut down it after was that. that yeah. Was oh, yeah, that was it. No, no more We're dinner. going home. Nope, no more dinner after that. Uh-uh. Nah, I don't like that smacking sound either. I hate it. Like, chew your mouth closed. Fucking Fuck. hate it. I was, yeah, I was just like, yo, can you, like, have some have some manners? Are people that just burp? Are you a burper? Um, I mean, I'm not necessarily a burper. I will burp, yeah, but I will do my best to to keep that shit in. No, people like like literally like make like they don't even try to close their mouth. They're just like, damn, <laughs> rubbing the stomach. Like that was so good. Mm. <laughs> like damn, dude. Like All right, I've definitely been guilty of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean. You gotta let that shit out. It's like it's like the same thing with, with the fart. You can't yeah. hold that shit in. It's not good for you to hold yeah, it no, in. Yeah, no, I I definitely learned my. Okay, so this is uh, gonna be here very go. down and dirty stories <laughs> right here. Here we go. But um, I used to hate like you know when you're like just seeing someone and like you don't want to like pass gas in front of them and it's just like very weird. So like I would always get this like really bad pain in my chest from like holding in my gases and oh. like. It was it was the worst. Like that shit really was painful. I couldn't sleep with that. And then like I just would be like I'm at the point where like I'll get so comfortable and like I don't like to say the word fart. So what I call it is a safety. So Oh yeah, safety. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll be like safety and then they'll be like, All right, well she just she just passed gas here. So or I'll be like, Yo, I got a safety like really bad and I'll I'll just let it out, you know? I can't not let it out anymore hey i'm right there with you honestly i have to i have never held my shit for (laughs) anyone not anyone that was gonna be my next question after i asked the burping like oh are you one of those friends that are just like lift up a leg like a dog like oh yeah yeah. but see here's the thing that's nice about me i've known i've I've come to know myself over 28 years of life on this earth Mm -hmm. and i am luckily not the smelly farter Oh, it will. It will be smelly from time to time, but it's like I'd say maybe once out of every five to six, five to six, uh, you know, things that I let out. Yeah, no, mine every time. Other than that, they're just they're just chilling. They're chilling. So I'll let people know and I'll get people all like scared and whatnot, but nothing ever hits. When my shit smells, that's when, you know. (laughs) <laughs> something, is bad. Bad. <laughs> something is bad something is wrong i've literally had my mom tell me like tuta, tuta podria. like you need to go to the hospital <laughs> and i'm just like damn Deal. it's like that shit yeah i don't mean to be like super gross but hey it is what it is we, it all, is what have, it is. we all have our own functions Man. and i'd much rather talk about these things than not talk about them yeah me too yeah like two or three episodes ago we had a, did you hear that episode which one who was it the one where kayla where yeah we, yeah yeah i did hear we that talking one. about diarrhea and uh no. and vomiting oh I, I i heard i listened to that one My, so, i might not have listened to yeah the so we thing. got to that point where she's talking about like food poisoning and shit feel like i remember that because we talked about puke a lot on okay. that episode we talked about puke a lot <laughs> okay and then that just went into talking about food poisoning and how she had had it once and how it's the worst fucking thing ever i've never had food poisoning Me either my mom has though yeah i've never had the act of having to puke and diarrhea at the same time it's not oh i have oh it wasn't food poisoning though oh okay yeah i've never had that experience 
I don't it, envy that experience. It's terrible. I got a story, but finish your story. Oh, that, that was that was pretty much it. That was, that's all we talked about. But it's just like I talk about those things all the time on this podcast. It can yeah. it can always go on this podcast from like the most intellectual conversation we've ever had to just straight poop talk. Yeah, yeah I afterwards. love that because I I just love to talk. So I I like to have that like spectrum of topics. But um, that's how you know when it's real shit. Yeah. I don't know. Good organic conversation spans all kinds of different topics. Exactly. And you can mature. just jump from like different shit. Exactly. Naturally. From, from mature things to immature things. Exactly. And this is so. Very immature. About, about a year to come or up. two ago. <laughs> no. I, um, I went to Denver, Colorado for the first time. Amazing place. Amazing. It was in the middle of December though. I went to go skiing and um, it was my first time skiing. First time in Denver. And like this is when I had still like was new to like smoking weed Mm. uh so i went to the dispensary like right away and the person that i was with didn't really smoke like that but i um i bought like hella edibles uh, and where this is going mad blunts and shit and like that day that we were leaving it was in the morning and i still had like hella weed left over so i ate like two of the strawberry shortcake edibles and smoked (sighs) two blunts and then like we're like I'm 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 standing on the TSA line and he like had and this a, is a, this is at a point in life where you're still like kind of new to smoking weed still right yeah I think I was like just 21 I just turned 21 oh, yeah yeah because I turned fuck. 21 in July and this was in December oh yes fuck. so definitely very new to this um so I'm like standing on the TSA line and I'm like hardly standing and like my friend was on like a different uh flight so like I'm there by myself and like I don't know if you've ever been to Denver but that airport was packed that day like going through TSA was just impossible at that moment and I was on the line forever and I just had such a bad pain where like I knew I had to use the bathroom but I had already come so far And like in order to use the bathroom, I had to get off the line. So I'm like on the floor at this point. Like I'm like there and I'm shaking, like I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? So there was probably like two people ahead of me. And I went I couldn't take it anymore. And I go over to the um, TSA agent and I'm like, listen, like I have to use the bathroom really bad. Like I'm standing right there. Like, I'm, you know, like, is there any way that I can just go through right now? Because I have to use the bathroom. It's an emergency. And this motherfucker literally told me he was like, no, you have the the closest bathroom is over there. You can't like come in. And I was already running late for my flight. And I was it, it, the pain was so much that I was just like, fuck it. I got to go to the bathroom right now. I get to the bathroom, dude. Instant like like diarrhea and puke, like same time. Oh. Like It was terrible. I was in there like dying. And right at that moment, like the pain that I was feeling wasn't only the shits, but it was period shits oh okay all my ladies they know period shits okay it's not cool so it was like all three of those at once like i was in that stall for like 30 minutes where i missed my flight right it was it was done the next flight wasn't for five hours oh so i spent those I, i i like once i came to like the acceptance that like i wasn't getting on that flight and i had to wait five hours i went to motherfucking panda express got myself some medicines ate the whole bowl of panda express and i dead ass passed out the whole entire five hours that i was like there oh my god yo craziest Jesus. story ever like it was terrible and the thing that sucks about that too is you're blitzed out of your mind at the same time yes. so you're just, you're like are and you're on edibles too yes like, edibles is like a completely different fucking I couldn't thing even move. 
Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even move. And I was by myself. Like it was just she just could have been kidnapped at any moment, really. No, like when I say like passed out, I don't even think I was like laying down. Like I was sitting straight up in the chair, just like slumped. <laughs> slumped. I would have missed my flight if like the grace of God didn't wake me up. Like cause when I woke up, they were boarding. So wow. like I was about to miss it again. <laughs> Nigga. Yo, that's some crazy stories shit. for days. <laughs> Man, I tell you. Yo, I appreciate these stories though. These are these are the good things, you know? you know. I'm trying to think of a good poop story so I can like, you know, corroborate your story and make you feel better. But you know, I don't have that many. Poop I don't stories. think it gets that worse. No, it really doesn't. It All really... three of the worst factors. Actually, I have one good poop story. I think okay. I've I think I've told it <laughs> maybe once on the podcast before, but it was a long ass time ago. So it'll be kind of fresh for people. Okay. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of this thing called the Rainbow Gathering? I have not, but it sounds interesting. It's it's definitely interesting, that's for sure. It's a hippie commune. Ooh. And they travel throughout the states uh year round. So they stay in different national forests. Oh my goodness! Every month of the year, they're in a new national forest every month of the year. So, in February, which is actually literally tomorrow, they're gonna be in fucking Ocala in the Ocala National Forest. Are you serious? I'm being dead ass serious. What do they do? Uh. <laughs> they just like, oh, okay, okay. It's a lot of drugs, a lot of uh, a lot of bonfires, a mm. lot of like hippie ass shit like that, and pretty much anything can go down out there. It's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to speak too badly on them, but there's, so you got like fifty fifty, like fifty percent of the people that are out there are like straight hippies, like good. Fun-loving, nature-loving, okay. harmless, hippie-ass people, whatever. Let them do their thing. And the other 50% are, like, people on the run, like, straight felons. What? Shit like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, people that have just been accused of crimes that are just like, okay, fuck this shit, I'm out, and I'm <laughs> just going to live with these people in the forest. Fuck this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, like, a lot of, it's, like, Two completely different extremes. You've got like all of the people on acid, like all these fun loving hippies, and then you've got people fucking smoking crack and shit like that. And they just live together Doing in unison? Meth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. What? So one of these nights, I am at the I'm at the Rainbow Gathering <laughs> with my friends. And I am fucked up beyond reason. Fucked up beyond reason. And it's Ocala, so it's a little further north in Florida, so it's colder than it is here in Orlando. It's February, so it's it's definitely way colder. I think it was like 20 degrees or some shit that weekend, like 20 what? or 30. Oh, yeah. And it's at nighttime. I've got like two pairs of pajama pants on. You know, I got my sweater on. I'm chilling, but I am fucked up. I have to go take a shit. And I go off into the clearing and... For some reason, I don't know why, I thought that I could, like, I thought that I wouldn't have to, just because it was so fucking cold, I thought I wouldn't have to pull my pants down all the way. Like, I could just kind of, like, put them, like, above my knees and Uh do a squat. Oh, no. So, I shit all in my pants. In. (laughs) In my pants. Like, the shit just... (laughs) 
did. It's okay. Don't worry about it. While you're drooling, I'm shitting in my own pants. Yo. So, so yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm good squatting, and that I I just have like this oh clear target zone, and all of my shit just drops straight. And did you feel down. it like immediately? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Straight down into my pants. The only thing that saved me was because I was wearing two pairs of pajama pants and the first pair caught the shit. Okay, so you just got to take off that pair. Yeah, I, I took off that pair, but that was my favorite pair of pajama pants. Damn like, it. So I literally, I didn't even do anything with the pants. I didn't bury my shit because I didn't know that you're supposed to bury your shit at that time. Like, I didn't know. You just left it there. I left it, the shitty pajama pants and the <laughs> shit there. So we go out later that night to the bonfire. And somebody comes up to the bonfire and they are so fucking pissed off. And they're just like, who the fuck did it bury their shit? My dog got in that shit and rolled around and my dog is covered in your human shit. <laughs> and I was just like fading away into the background. I was like, I'm going to go back to the campsite now. <laughs> I caused someone's dog to roll around in my own in shit. human shit. Not, dog, uh, not even dog shit. Human yep. shit. Shit. Yep. And uh probably rolled around in my my pajama pants also. Alright, so let's just um <laughs> you got someone kicked out of their dorm room. <laughs> you got a dog in, in human shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit in my own you favorite shit in pajama your own pants. pants. Favorite pants. Favorite ones. Yeah. Holy shit. Still miss those things to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's classic. Right I've there. I've lived a life, man. I have definitely lived a life. I have wow. many, many other stories that just are just when you thought you got away. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, I know. You think you, you think you're good? Like I had to shit so bad that day too. I had to shit That's so worst. bad. Why does that hurt so much? It I don't even know if it's like a hurt. It's just such an uncomfortable, uncomfortable pain. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Damn. Like this morning, I had to take an uh, one of the most uncomfortable shits of my life this morning. <laughs> Because I had to be on a job site at five in the morning. Oh, I saw your Insta. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fucking 40 degrees. Oh. And I had to shit so bad, yo. Like, I was, when I got to that job site, I already had to shit. And I was like, That's oh. the worst. I was like, it's cool. It's cool. I'll hold on to it. It'll be good. It only gets worse. It'll be good. Like, just give me a couple hours. I'll be good. I can hold it for a couple hours. Yeah. 15 minutes later, I'm just like, yo, this is... <laughs> This is like you start sweating. Oh uh-uh, yeah! Oh yeah! The chills are happening. Yeah. Oh my god! And your toes like cramp up. <laughs> so we got to that point where I was just like, I can't do this. I have to. I have to go shit right now. I have the to go. Body. I have to go poo poo. In forty degree weather, forty degree weather in the dark. Damn. It was not fun. Not fun at all. Because the porta potty's cold, yo. Like it's not like. Ain't no heat in there. No. It's just sitting outside. The seat oh. is cold as shit. Oh, so you sat? I mean, I've been. You I'm, didn't want to shit your pants again. So you, no. You didn't squat. Oh, no, no, sure. no, 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 no. <laughs> I have a whole routine before I go into porta potties also. Because I work on job sites. Like, okay, I have. You know. I've been doing this for four years. You know the secret. I, I have to. Yeah. yeah. So I carry, I carry wet wipes in with me and everything. I wipe the seat down before I sit down, all that shit. Okay. I got a whole routine. Okay. But th- let's just, let's just say Doesn't today. It smell? Actually, no. This one did not because this one had like somebody put like a black ice, <laughs> like air freshener in there. Okay, smart. <laughs> Yo, it was like pretty lit. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, all right, bet. It don't even smell like myself this in here. This is a private bathroom right here. Real shit. Private bathroom on a 
fucking public job site. But you know, whatever. are there sinks in porta potties? No, but there are some kind of like more higher up porta potty companies that they'll provide like a sink outside the porta potty. Mm. They'll have like a little thing that it's got like a a pump thing that you can push with your foot and yeah. it'll it'll pump water out and they have soap there and you can just use that. Mm. Yeah, no, fancy, huh? That is quite fancy. Like, get fancy. Wow. Oh, wow, get <laughs> fancy. <laughs> it's very chilling. It's very chilling. <laughs> But That's yeah, so funny. off the poop, off the poop stories for a little bit, because yeah. you know, there's there's that. Just telling everybody about my poop stories. So with uh, with coming into Orlando and all that, with the music and everything, and meeting Swavy and whatnot. How did you meet Swavy, by the way? I gotta ask, just because seems like y'all do a lot together, production wise. Well, and how did you get hooked up with like the whole Loud Crew okay. too? Like, yes. So Dre Lou. Have you heard of Dre Lou? I have. Yes. So uh, when I first, uh, maybe like right before I moved to, to Baltimore, um, they had an event. I forgot where it was, but it was also with like a band. And I remember Dre Lou was um, hosting and a friend of mine was also co-hosting. And I sang at that show like they just were like, oh, she was like, oh, my friend can sing. And I like went up there and like sang. And Dre Lou, um, he was already making music. So when I moved back here, he was like the first person that I reached out to him was like, yo, if you know of any like events, like hit me up. I'm trying to like get into the music. And he hooked me up with Loud Gallery. And then from Loud is how I met Moxie. And then Moxie is how I met Swavy. And yeah, that's how I got like this whole thing going. Gotcha. You know, I still haven't met Moxie in person, honestly. Man, Moxie's such a great person as well. I got to meet this dude. I'm just so lucky to be like surrounded by so many great people who like truly want to see the people around them succeed as well i was gonna say it seems like especially because all the posts that i've seen from all these people about you and just the other people they support it seems like they are 100 percent behind everybody yeah they, they only want to see you guys succeed and mm-hmm. they only have y'all's best interest in mind yeah for sure which is dope because you need those people behind you you need those people backing yeah, you and supporting you you need like a um strong team and like i truly love my team like the team that i've i'm still looking for actually to put together my own band so if there's any instrument players listening to this please do hit me up Ooh. but yeah i like the team that i have like my manager my um engineer producers i even have like a anr and they're just so supportive and like are like love the music and are just as anxious as I am to like get stuff out there. And it's like really awesome because especially me having like no friends, it's like great <laughs> to have like a team that's like, you know, my, my friends. Well, my can family. I be considered a friend? Like yes. you keep saying that you don't have any friends. Okay. Like, I, I don't have female friends. Okay. Word, 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 word. Yes. You know, yes, yes. My Understood. male friends are very supportive. They're awesome. I, I'd like to think I'm very supportive. Yes. yes. Of course. Damn right. I wouldn't be here if you weren't, right? These are facts. These are facts, people. Oh, yeah, pew, 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 pew. I don't know why I'm like, keep doing that. It is what it is. You know, just run that shit. Fuck it. Run that shit. So. Since there hasn't been, since you did mention there hasn't been any music released yet, is there anything in the works that people can be looking forward to from Bocce Blue? Yes. So the goal is definitely to have a project out by the summer. Like that is when I'm hoping to release some stuff. Uh, 
but we've got like a whole plan and hopefully if the plan does succeed it'll be by the summer oh the plan will succeed yes just believe in the plan speak it into existence yes indeed you already know so definitely by summer 2019 there will be right. some bocce blue tunes out there hell yes is there anything else on the horizon for Bocce Blue? Obviously, besides the Trap House party this Saturday. I mean, oh duh. yay! Um, no, actually, I'm after after this event. I'm kind of gonna take a break from like performing wise, just so I can focus more on like actually getting music done and getting this game plan, um, really structured. Creative process. Yes, and whatnot. I will be taking a couple of trips so i'm i will be in la for some time and i will also be going back and forth from new york um so definitely like look out for some cool shit because i like to do cool shit when i travel so yeah 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 that's it and do you have any last words you would like to leave the people with before we we dip out of here after our very mature conversation about poop um <laughs> i just got that i don't know why i just heard that <laughs> um honestly i just want to thank everyone for being so supportive and you know i hope everybody fucks with me my music because like everyone's got like this energy they're like oh my god i can't wait to hear your music da, da, da. so i like really hope that they keep that energy when it's out and it's like yo you know what i mean keep that same energy yeah keep that same fucking energy man <laughs> and yeah i'm just grateful i'm blessed hey i'm I happy I appreciate you for coming through. Thank you for having me. There's no worries at all. I have to say, people at home, I would not be fucking with this girl just for any reason. Like, I, like I've told her multiple times, multiple times before we even did this show. Like I was being dead ass serious when I said I was blown away when I saw you perform. It's like this is my homie. Like you know, Yay. you don't even you don't even think of your you know your homies do shit always. Yeah, they always tell you about the shit that they do. And until you see it in person, yep. you don't get an actual idea of what it is. No, it's a fact. And then when I saw you perform, I was like, okay, bet. It's like that. Yeah. Gotta All see right. it to believe it. You already know. And you asked me to perform at your fucking three-year anniversary. That's so sick. I had to. I'm so excited. Because you already know it's Boricua love, Boricua, Papi. We got to stick together, <laughs> yo. 100%. I think you're the only Boricua on the, on the set list, too. What? I think you're the only one. I got to definitely wear the whole Puerto Rican flag in that case. Shit. You know? That's it. You already know. (laughs) I'm probably going to show up in my Roberto Clemente jersey, so, you know. That would be sick. You know. Actually. You know, I'll put on for the peeps. You know. You know what it is. Please do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yo, thank you for coming through again. Thank you. Please, again, shout out your social media for these people to follow you and find you. Yes, Bachi Blue, B-A-C-H-I, Blue, B-L-O-O. That's it. And if you enjoyed what you heard, be on the lookout for new music this summer. Please. Coming from the Botchster. Yes. I'm going to call you the Botchster from That's now cool. on. Are you cool with that? I don't even care. Call me whatever the fuck you want. You um, didn't even say how Bachi Blue, I didn't even ask you how Bachi Blue came about, even oh. though I already know, but. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. So I love cats, as we discussed earlier. <laughs> and yeah. I'm a Leo. And I had this cat that I had for 11 years. Her name was Asabache. And we used to call her Bachi for short. And that, like, stands for black um, in, like, some language. I don't even know what. And then my cat that I have now, who I'm, like, absolutely in love with, her name is Blue. So then one day I was just driving home and I was like, Bachi Blue sounds pretty sick. So I'm going to run with that. And that's how Bachi Blue came. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Bachi Blue. It definitely does. 
Yo, so be on the lookout for dope shit from Bachi Blue coming in the future. You're, you already know. You already know. Get, let, let, me, let me get one more real good year. <laughs> My years suck. I don't know why I even do them. Nonsense. Nonsense. Year. <laughs> year. <laughs> you just got to feel it from deep yeah. within. Could have come from your chest. The diaphragm. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can follow me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are out for today. Thank you guys for listening. As always, it is much appreciated. Yeah. Peace out, Cub Scout. Much peace and love, y'all.